Hey everyone, and welcome to 121 in Flux. I am Peter, that is Connor, and we talk about movies here. And in this video, we are going to talk about Brian De Palma's Body Double, which was released in 1984. And unlike the last several movies that we have done, this is one that I have not seen. So neither of us have seen this. This is a first time for both of us. It is a thriller. Uh, we'll maybe do a quick spoiler-free thing here at the start. Yeah. Uh, and then before we go into yeah, the, the full spoilers, so... Uh, so it's a thriller, and the, the basic gist of it is it's a it's a sort of down his luck actor who finds out his wife's cheating on him. He ends up having to move out. This guy that he a fellow sort of actor friend of a friend he meets lets him house sit uh, this really fancy looking eighties apartment, which looks like a spaceship. It's yep. pretty cool. It's got it's got eight sides. It's like this is weird. Yeah, it's, it's, yeah, it's basically just a, a, a circular one sort of studio apartment. That's up in the hills yeah. on a podium on a on a one central column. It's cool as shit. It's what it is. It's cool. I want it. But so he's there and he starts spying, if you will, peeping on a very attractive uh, lady neighbor who's like down in the hills, and he sees that she's in trouble. Someone's stalking her, and he sort of takes it upon himself to try and intervene. And that's kind of where I feel like going any further on that's getting to proper spoilers that's kind of the, the the first part of the movie and it all develops from there uh it's, it's very tense and it's very full of setup there's a lot of like singular camera sort of shots where there's multiple actors moving in the frame in different parts of it and it's kind of like a puzzle type and the camera just sits there and watches everything yeah. it doesn't move a lot at, at some of these yeah and it's uh I'll just say yeah, that is very good. I I really like this movie. I did a lot actually. Yeah. Uh, it's probably one of my favorite Brian De Palma movies. I've only seen a handful, but it's it's up there with with one of my other favorites of his. Uh, let me guess, Blowout. Yeah, but very similar actually. Well, they're similar. They they both have characters who are part of the movie industry, falling yeah. down a rabbit hole of <laughs> uh, shenanigans. <laughs> <laughs> very very inspired by Hitchcock, both of them. Honestly, uh, I mean, you've only seen a few of them then, but I feel like a lot of his early stuff you could look at and yeah, say, yeah. there's Hitchcock this, this influence This one in, here. in particular feels very... I mean, you've got Rear Window and Vertigo. Yeah, instead of Vertigo, it's claustrophobia. But yeah. yeah, but the, the, the ideas are very... Very clearly influenced from those. Yeah, yeah, you can, you can draw parallels, certainly. Uh, what the movie's really about, though, is kind of Hollywood's obsession with sex and how it's just it's I mean the movie's called Body Double. It's literally just about the body rather than the person, and it's just about we don't care about who the person is or the face. It's just about the boobs and the, the you know. So it's a very very intentionally sleazy, sexy eighties movie where there's a lot of a lot of topless ladies. There's a lot of that sort of stuff going on, but it's very much about examining that and the the attitudes towards that. Yeah, it's not like it's there for the sake of it. It rarely feels gratuitous. It has a purpose well, in the point of the film. It's gratuitous, but the point is that it is gratuitous. Well, yeah, it's not like... You don't feel like it's there for the sake of it. Oh, no, no, that's making a point. But yeah. it is gratuitous because it's supposed to be... That's kind yeah. of the, the whole point of it is it's gratuitous. It's not like you see see some nudity and go, oh, that's, I, I feel the emotion in this scene. It's justified mm. by the, the, the passion that's going on. No, it's, it's justified because it's supposed to feel sleazy and... You question how, because I, I don't think the main character of uh, uh, Jake 
Jake Sully. I, I don't think or Scully, sorry. I don't think he's uh, a out and out hero. He, he's definitely not perfect, and he's definitely got his foils. Yeah. Uh, he's definitely flawed, and per- perhaps to the point where he's not even a straight hero in that sense. He's he's he falls. In, he, he sympathizes with more than other people certainly, but he's. He certainly he does things that are questionable, and they make you go, "Well, when you're suspicious of something." Even I... the the core idea of he spends a lot of time looking at this lady, like that. Oh yeah, that's, yeah. That, right, away. That, that, that right away there is one of these big things that you know it's it's not. You shouldn't very be heroic, this. is it? Yeah, you should. You're, you're being a peeping tom. Uh, so it, it it definitely plays with that. So the characters are very shades of grey, uh, but it very much examines that whole that whole idea and even just the sense that he's a struggling actor and he's not doing very well and we're interested in all that stuff it, it plays it plays with that but I think the reason why I like this movie more than anything else though is just the, the filmmaking involved it's the suspense it's the following people around and there's long stretches of no dialogue where it's just following it's chase sequences but slow chase slow paced where it's just stalking <laughs> yeah. chase sequences there's uh, also the camera work we mentioned the claustrophobia Mm. When when that comes up, I think the camera works just fantastic. The way it portrays it, Dutch angles, spinning. Yeah, it gets it, but as well that things stretch and seem longer and closer at the same time, and like varies. Between oh yeah, them. It, it, it plays with the perspective. Yeah, a lot. Yeah, it, it does does quite a bit of that. Uh, so yeah, also I really like the music. I do as well, for the most part. The there's, there's the rare occasion where I feel like, yeah, you've overdone it a touch. Those claustrophobia scenes, in particular, there's one in a, in a tunnel where... Yeah, okay, I, I agree. It comes uh, in and it just stabs, and I get I get the point of it, but it feels it's very... It's a bit on the nose. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's a little bit much. But I, I typically love the music, though. I really like the, the theme that plays for him watching her. Yeah, and it's fantastic. There's a few variations of very subtle things that it does with it. That I how, really like. How would you describe that music? It's it's very eighties, of course, but how would you describe the kind of hopelessly romantic, but yeah, dreamy maybe kind of. It is very dreamlike. It is yeah. very uh, ethereal. It's not quite natural sounding in that I, sense. I really don't know how to describe it beyond it sounds very 80s. Because it does sound very 80s. <laughs> yeah. But it, it's good 80s. I, I, I enjoy a good bit of 80s. Which is kind of, it plays to the whole thing because even the, the, this apartment that he's house-sitting in, it's it's silly 80s. It's got a rotating bed. The, the, the yeah. Just everything about it. The it, Obviously it's made in the 80s so it should look like the 80s. But just so much of it just the, the little bar that's in the apartment everything about it it just feels like something out of these and it is out of these but it is but it also it feels like it's not regular everyday 80s it's it's played up and so it knows what it's doing with that. oh it's a uh, it's what a rich person with too much money and bad taste with buying these <laughs> and bad taste that was very important to add there <laughs> yeah and bad taste yes uh the house itself though cool i want the house but everything else you'll just You'll redo yourself. Everything in it, I'll redecorate. Uh, that's yeah. fine. Um, but yeah, so obviously it twists and turns. Some of it's sort of clearly set up that I thought, yeah, I can see this, this, and this coming. But there was one or two things where, oh, you did something a little bit unexpected there. And, uh, but I, th- I think the stuff that you do see coming, it's because it is properly seeded and it is uh, yeah. not overly telegraphed, but it's there where it's, you're like... It's there if you're looking for it. And but, in a film like this, you are looking because yeah. you know there's going to be something. Yeah. 
Uh, I will say that I had no idea what this movie was about before I watched it. Nor did I, really. <laughs> I, I I knew nothing. And I will say, if, if I, it's not even a complaint per se, but it does take about 20 minutes before we even get introduced to the plot element that leads us down the plot. You know, yeah, the, the opening yeah. 15-20 minutes it's purely just who is this character who is this actor, this, this Drake who is he and it's all valuable information, it all comes out to play later uh, it, it just feels like now that, once we actually got to the plot I'm like oh this is what the movie's going to be about I'm like this is quite far on the movie for me to be finding out yeah it takes it a while is. to get to that doesn't it but it's not even this I can play it's just, it's just I think people who are used to modern movies will feel like that takes a long time and it does, and you have to wonder if part of that is that even at the time they didn't really expect anyone to go in that blind. They expect you to have seen a trailer or, or something that you, you kind of have a vague idea Maybe. already what it's yeah. about. Maybe, uh, but that, that would that, that would probably be the height of complaints. There's one moment that I did find a little overly cheesy, uh, which I'll get to in spoilers. But other than that, I I thought it was very suspenseful. I thought. I had fun piecing the puzzle together as it was unfolding. Uh, it was very well shot. Uh, the what it was exploring uh, in terms of the sort of sex in the Hollywood and the just the the sleazy appeal, the perverse appeal that goes on, I thought was all very. F- and I did a twist to the film that I wasn't necessarily because obviously the movie the movie starts and it gets anything. Oh, it's going to be a rear window style plot and it, it's going down that hole. There's a sort of turn that takes about. Just over halfway, maybe two thirds in. It's about half, I think. Yeah. Where I was like, "Oh, what's it doing now? What's this?" And yeah, it, yeah, it goes completely off, doesn't it? And it, it did this other stuff. And sometimes I hate when movies do that because I find that I don't like the second half as much as the first half. I'm like, I like what this was, and you've changed it. And and for about ten minutes or so, I was worried that was I was going go- to, I was going to be like, oh, I preferred the first half of this. But then it comes around. It's like, okay. And I'm, you realise what it's in. doing, and it it all comes together. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, so. Yeah, I think we'll get spoilers. I think was, that's about as much as we can talk about without... But I'd recommend it if you've not seen it. You want to watch Definitely. it. I would go in without spoilers. So if you haven't seen the movie, I would recommend you go see it and then watch the rest of this. Uh, unless you just don't care about spoilers, which is fair enough. But I would recommend that. But anyway, full spoilers for Body Double from this point on. So, as soon <laughs> as, soon as he walked in that apartment, right... Mm-hmm. The, the circular, the cool circular apartment. Because up until this point, it's like, all right, he's walked in his wife, which I actually liked how that played out. Because uh, he he comes in and you hear her sort of like giggling in the distance, and he's checking each room, and she keeps not being there. And like, all right, so she's she's with someone in the bedroom. Mm-hmm. This is where it's gone. Uh, but I liked how that even that was suspenseful in a weird way, even though you knew exactly how it was going to end. Yeah, it's it's like the the sickening feeling in his stomach where he knew as well, but he was just checking just because he doesn't want it to be that. Yeah, and obviously the fact that he walks in and his wife cheating on him is also the the sort of the setup of the the sex themes, the sexual themes of the movie. It, it, right away, it, it gives him this kind of weird problem, uh, yeah, to an extent where he has these feelings about it. Uh, he's in, we're probably in a unique place in his life where he's never felt quite this way about sex. Yeah, because of that betrayal, that that side of it. I mean, mm. I'm assuming he's never been cheated on before, but I imagine. Yeah, so. uh, you have to just assume yeah. that, don't you? But you know, so it spends this time, and we see, all right, he's, he's, he's claustrophobic. It opens with, uh, and it's obvious. Did you know it was fake? The, the, oh, the very first shot of yeah. like, the, the sun or whatever it was. Yeah, and it pulls back, and it comes down to a coffin, and it's like, all horror fonts. And I'm like, it's like, this is a movie. 
Yeah, it's like they're making a movie. You got yeah. that right away. It was too over the top to actually be a horror movie about vampires. I appreciate that it was so over the top that you're so aware that it's a movie, yeah. that it, it just goes with it. Well, it actually kind of sets up the idea that right at the start, there's going to be twists and turns, because this is obviously false. This is obviously the smoke and mirrors of Hollywood over the reality of what's happening. And and it's called Body Double. So you're like, right, someone's not going to be who, they th- who we think they are at some point in this movie. Yeah. You're really thinking that, the whole thing. But anyway, so he meets this, a friend of a friend, this actor friend of another guy, he meets and he runs into him again at another audition and he runs into him again and he ends up, we get to see this acting class where the, the, he goes into his claustrophobia about how he sort of, uh, he freezes up and can't can't act mm. uh, when he's put in a corner like that. And that, this guy goes to the bar with him and he's like, oh yeah, I, I'm house sitting and I, I need to leave. You'd be doing me a favour if you house sit. So they, they go up to this house and as soon as he walked in, I'm like, this is a setup. He is being set up for it's, something. I don't know what yet. It's too good a situation, isn't it? It's just, it, well, it's so perfect. I actually, obviously it turns out he's been set up to be the witness. I, I legitimately thought at this point in the movie he was going to be set up to be the killer. killer. Like, yeah, the, no, the police really I thought that as well. Which is, I really appreciate that it wasn't that because yeah. it was, it gave it a different twist because like you say, that was the obvious choice. I feel like I've seen that a lot. Because it just, it was like, he barely knows who this guy is. It's probably not his real name that he's told him. The fact that he's here without any documentation proving where he is. Like, just so much of it, he looks suspicious. Yeah. And then the guy's like, here, here, come come look, come look in this telescope. Here, here's my favourite neighbour. And we, we see this, this woman topless in her sort of lingerie underwear. And she's dancing around the room. Eventually she starts masturbating and the whole thing. And it's a bit of a show. And he's oh, it's like clockwork every night. And sure enough, the next night, he sees it again. Mm-hmm. and it's funny actually because the, the, the revelation later on that this is actually a porn star that's been hired to do this routine actually made this better in retrospect for me because I thought she does this at the exact same that? time yeah. the exact same way every night yeah <laughs> like, like I could get oh you're going to masturbate at the same time every night maybe it's like something you do before bed that's, oh yeah, yeah, that's that, your ritual. That part's fine, but she she was doing but the exact so same dance. Yeah, that it was like this is weird. It's a routine, yeah. but I kind of wrote it off almost as oh, it's just, just the eighties and there. And I was so hypnotized with the music, I was like, you know what, I'm fine with it. <laughs> you're you're with utterly it. entranced. Yeah, I, it's that point where I'm like, oh, I'll let it go. It's fine. I will write it off, and then later it was, on, it they actually solved it, which was cool. I, I was really glad because I, I noticed straight away they didn't show her face during that first telescope, like because he's looking down there and. It's, her face is always in shadow, mm. and it's very obvious that they're not showing a face. To, and I was thinking, is this going to be a twist? And then Sam, but then, Sam even but says to him, did then you see he, Yeah, face? that's when he yeah. asks it. I was like, oh, okay, I just, I just wrote it off then, because they address it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Which is really clever. And it, it, It's funny, because even when you don't see her, it's, like so, it's so far away that when we do see the wife, uh, Gloria, out and about during the day, I never even for a second think, oh yeah, of course it's her. She's got some hair. <laughs> yeah, it looks about right, doesn't it? Yeah. Uh, so yeah, he's, so he's watching and it's on the second night. He notices some sparks and there's a guy working on a satellite dish and it's a, a Native American. who I, I, You can tell it was Native American in the dark, but when you see him the next day, you get more sense. Uh, but you, also get, you do get a sense though that his face is kind of... Scarred? Scarred? I was going to say deformed. Like it's... Yeah, there's something not right. Yeah, it's... it's and again... This feels like, oh, right, so they've just went with someone who looks creepy for the, the the antagonist. And then, of course, at the end, it's like, oh, it's because it's actually a mask over the face and it, it's supposed no, to look bulky. That bit so. also had my first, uh, the, the first variation on that music of the, the, the that we get while he's watching her. Mm. 
So it had the same thing, but every time it cut to cut to him, it had this extra synth underneath that was just this yeah, deep yeah. bass that was dissonant with everything else. And it was very subtle, but it was just, it was only the one bit whenever it cut to him. It was really nice. Yeah, I added on to it. Yeah, and uh, so he sees this. He's like, "Oh, this is creepy." And he's, we also see at one point someone's in the room taking out stuff from the safe and hat glasses. And I actually thought at that point it was Sam. Because I was like, oh, that hair looks kind of similar. Mm. Uh, I, I was just, I was, I was basically just trying to second guess the movie at this point because I'm expecting yeah. twists and turns, and I'm like, well, he's the only one we've met so far. It looks like him in a glasses and a hat. Uh, so, but the next day he, he, he's driving back and he, he sees this Native American guy watching her leave the house, and he's in his car, so he pursues. And what, what follows is a good 25, 30 minutes. It's made up of a couple of different scenes, but of him following her while it's looking out for the the scary guy who's also following her around a mall and then then it's like a beach house sort of type place yeah and the whole thing was great like every everything about it. the the first the, the first part of this that I really really loved is when she first gets to the mall and there's like a valet service and they both get out and they go on the phone and he sort of like pretends he's on the phone they go up an escalator and the first I, I, this is the same yeah. camera shot I loved it yeah. to bits the camera just stays behind them the whole way up. And it just pulls back when when they go up a floor. Yeah. The camera just pulls back, and you're just looking at it from higher up. Yeah, it, it's it's gorgeous. Uh, and there's this whole thing where, he, and he's being really obvious. And this is where most of the tension in this scene, these scenes for me, especially early on, it came more from like you're really obviously following her. She's going to catch yeah. you. That was where I was feeling tense. Like she's yeah, going to like, think you're an actual pervert here. Exactly. <laughs> and it's like I like that other people noticed him. Like obviously the the woman in the shop. Yeah, the lingerie shop that she's buying the underwear. Which, by the yeah. way, design your changing room so there's not like a clear view from the window <laughs> to see in the changing room. Just, <laughs> you'd, you'd think it'd be a good idea, wouldn't? Just 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 my first thought. Just my first thought. But so yeah, there's, there's a lot of like cat and mouse going on when he, mm. he sees the scary guy and then they both run for the elevator and it, all of it's just gorgeously shot. Like he knows how to shoot suspense. The Palma knows how to shoot this stuff. It's yeah. great. Great, great stuff. And when they get to the beach, because eventually, and we should mention, just as they're leaving, she she throws her old underwear in the bag in the in the trash, and he comes up and he grabs the underwear. I'm like, that's evidence for later. What are you doing? I know, I know. As soon as he does it, it's like that does not look good. That you're really not. not you're not helping yourself here. Does not look good. But he's obsessed. He's obsessed. Because let's be honest here, he's attracted to her, sure. But this is not a genuine romantic interest. This is just purely physical lust. Yeah. You've seen her but, dance around. And, and it's that, and then he also has the genuine intrigue of what's this guy doing? Yeah, it's almost like a curiosity as much as it is trying to keep her safe. And I, I think, but the whole his obsession, the fact that it isn't is just purely based on visuals. It's based on looks. It's based on that mm. and nothing more. It, like it, it, that's what really the, the theme of this whole thing is coming in. And it also, I guess that's why he takes the underwear to have the the physical connection rather than just the visual. Yeah, but it, it just ties into, again, the sleaziness. It's about sex. It's not about anything else. Yeah. And it follows her to the, the beach house. It's sort of like a... It almost, it's, like, it's on a hillside at the beach, so it's like a, sort of, almost like a giant stairway, the, the, the building itself, mm. where it's like all these uh, balcony sort of beachfront properties that you, could, you just, you know, you rent out for a weekend or whatever you're doing. And... There's two shots here that I love as well, right? So she she's got a place here. She she comes down to like the I think it's the second from the bottom. There's like maybe five layers to the, the building, whatever. And there's like a set of stairs going down the side of it. That's how you get to them. Yeah. And 
as he's as he's coming down the stairs, it's just one shot. It's one big shot looking at the whole place, and you see him coming down the one side. You see her, her go into her uh, her apartment on this this beachfront place, and you see him come down as well. And he goes to the one underneath her, and she comes back out onto the balcony after going in, and it's all one shot. And again, that's, this is what I'm saying. It's a game of cat and mouse where you see them Timing both is impeccable. I, I, I can't imagine how many times they maybe rehearsed this and they, they, they timed it out. It, in fact, the camera's so far back, it wouldn't surprise me if they had earpieces in and they were being prompted. Oh, they could have done easily. Yeah. Because yeah. so either far way, back. It, it works. Yeah. I don't care how they did it. Oh, yeah, it's impressive. It doesn't matter if that's what they were yeah. doing, but it was impressive. And then the other shot I love is he, he eventually goes down onto the beach and she almost catches a glimpse of him and he looks back up. And he then notices the, the family and the apartment above her leave. So he goes back up, and it's as he's going back up, the shot again, it's like a crane shot from outside the staircase, from the side, and it just follows him up smoothly. And as he gets towards the, where he's going to get off, it comes back again. And it's just this, this fluid fluid camera motion of going up the side of these stairs as he's walking, and it just makes everything feel like it's... Uh, it feels like the camera's involved in the dance. The cameras is as much a part of the choreography of the scene as the actors yeah. are. And you yeah, feel it really it, is. You feel it and it, you notice it, but not in a... Oh, it takes me out of it because I'm noticing the camera's doing something. It's like, no, I'm in trance because... Yeah, it's like it's it's still when it needs to be still. It moves yeah. exactly when it needs to we, move. It's always perfectly in time. And because the camera's us, it feels that like we're in a dance with the characters. Yeah. And that's the impression you get. And the whole thing's just... Just fantastic. And then he's in the balcony above her and he looks down and you can see her have the phone conversation with, we assume her husband, I think they confirm later as her husband, but she's, she's, she's trying to meet up with her husband constantly throughout the movie and it's like, oh, sure enough, Sam, his real, whatever his real name is, is her husband. Yeah. And uh, so it's after this, we get the, he actually approaches her and says, hey, someone's following you. And she already seen him in the elevator at this point. This was another example of the claustrophobia when the music mm. sting comes in because the, the elevator fills up and he's like, oh, God. But they're on the beach and the the, the guy, the scary guy, grabs the grabs a purse and, or, or handbag and runs off. And he makes chase, but they get to the tunnel that you mentioned earlier and he gets the claustrophobic attack. So the guy in front of him takes out what he wants from our, our, our purse and throws it down and leaves. And she comes and finds him and helps him back out. This is the moment where I thought was just a touch, well, more than a touch, just a bit too cheesy for my, yeah. See, <laughs> my liking. Given the ending, I was like, oh, I like it. Yeah, okay. But yeah. at the time, I was like, this, it took me out of it for a moment because I was like, this seems really weird. It got super cheesy because she, she helps him back. She, she, he's obviously, he just says he's out of breath, but she helps him back out. She puts, puts his arm Because as much as he's a little bit suspicious that he's shown up again, he's at least trying to help. So I, I buy that she's willing to help yeah. him out the because he's clearly in distress. And and she's seen someone else was yeah. the one following her and taking the purse. And he, they get to the they get outside, they get to the, the entrance of the, the tunnel, and he tries to explain why he was there and what he was doing, and he, he just gets caught up in the moment and goes in for a kiss. And I'm like, oh, okay. But when he goes in for the kiss, we switch to a really obvious rear screen projection, and that, the reason why they do this is so the camera can do constant 360s around them, <laughs> because the camera yeah. just starts spinning around yeah. them. As they are having this ridiculous, what starts off as a, a kiss, oh, maybe she wouldn't object to the kiss too much, turns into full on groping and she's spinning around and she's really into it. It's super romantic and all the rest of it. And I guess this is the the Hollywoodization of sex, where it doesn't actually mean anything, but they're having this this yeah, moment. Yeah, the, the 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 bit with that kiss and it spin around is so Hollywood as well. 
Yeah. Like, oh, and the, the music, music plays up. Yeah. up. It's, it's all very nice. It's, this is why I was like, this is really weird. This seems out of place. It is. and it, But it's funny because it counteracts stuff we see later with the porn. Which, it does, yeah. Which, which we'll, we'll get to. We'll get <laughs> to that, yeah. So that night he goes back and he's seen some of our stuff in our, our ID and stuff. So, so he knows her phone number now. He's trying to phone her. And he starts watching, and he sees that she's got a policeman there, and the policeman leaves. She's, he's taking a statement or whatever, and she's alone. But he sees upstairs, the man's in the house. The man's mm. in the house. He's robbing her safe. He's, he's taking the jewels. And he's like, oh, no, this is bad. And he probably should have done something now, but he keeps watching. He keeps being a, <laughs> a sleaze. And he, he watches, again, a game of cat and mouse where she almost walks into where he is, but he's hiding behind the door, and then she gets distracted and goes and... Yeah, this is almost like a case of his claustrophobia where he freezes. He doesn't yeah. just do anything. He just watches. He can't do anything else. And she, she eventually, he eventually gets the, the, the will to uh, phone her. And she answers the phone and he's trying to like, convince her. Oh, he's there. He and, just shouts, he's right behind you. Yeah, it's, it's, right, it's right there, yeah. And he, he, he grabs the phone and tries to strangle. And at this point, he's like, crap, I need to get down there. So he stops yeah. running because it's like, quite a distance. He's using a telescope, so it's, it's quite a bit yeah. down the hill. And he eventually gets there and he, he he runs in. He smashes the window. Dog damn near bakes his head off. And the, the two randomers that he sort of enlisted the help of grab the dog and he runs up. And so this, this is the thing, is I didn't know she, she was going to die. This is another great thing about this whole this whole section of the movie, her death scene, yeah. is that when he was first about to kill her, I thought, all right, so she's going to die and then the second half will be, he's the suspect because he's all, all the different parts that have been in place yes. that we've seen up until now. But then he kept just not managing to do it she moved out the way she only got cut in the back with the big drill that he was using for the safe she, she only got scraped here she only got that she got knocked down it, and then he's trying to like kill her with the drill and it unplugs out the wall and i'm like all oh, right so he's going to get there just in time but it, it kept doing it it kept kept doing it yeah it was like oh my god when is this going to give me a break to breathe to the point where i was like oh maybe she won't die maybe she, he Besides, get... it's, it's early enough in the film that maybe maybe it'll be just the the murder like the 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 case of the suspect of who did try and kill him yeah yeah and it, it just it just kept it kept going and then eventually it's when he's down the floor with, in the, the downstairs with a dog and he's getting bit that you see the drill coming through the floor and blood's just spurting out and i'm like all oh, right okay it was glorious Okay, she, she's dead. And that's when the police come in and the, the guy's like, you know, you're a bit of a pervert. You fall, and he, he finds the panties in, her, in, in his pocket yes. and he, all the other bits and pieces and he's like, well, this is a little bit strange and usually I go for the husband but you're tell, you're a witness and you're telling me there was this Native American guy. Yeah, yeah. And So it's after this where it goes on a weird turn and I wasn't... For about 10 minutes here, I was like... I think I preferred the first half because he's at home and he's just watching like late night TV and he sees like ads for porn and it's for this actress uh, Hollybody on TV and he sees her do this the same dance the same routine that he saw in the, the apartment through the telescope and the music starts playing to stay there's a cue to let us know exactly why he's like wait a minute it's the exact same music yeah. it's, it's like oh there's the same attraction and even at this point I was thinking is this why like, she, she she was clearly quite well off? Was she well off because this was her? <laughs> I was thinking, is that her, or yeah. was it like she'd learned it off her, and he was going to go and you know something like that? Like they'd shared the routine. Yeah, like taught, yeah one so, had taught the other. Something like that. And 
and he phones, he gets the video, he goes to the video store and gets the video, and he then phones the company that does it and inquires, and he's like, oh, there's auditions? Oh, I'm an actor. And he, he comes down to audition uh, for what was probably the quickest audition I've ever seen in my life, where he has to read the lines. That he, he In the movie, he will read with the the porn star, but for the interview, he's just, it's this you know sleazy old guy with a cigar. <laughs> He's doing the lines. He's like, hey, take your clothes off. I ain't take pictures. I'm like, where's this going? And then sure enough, he this, this is a portion of the movie where he actually is in a porn scene. He actually films a porn scene with yeah, this woman. Yeah, it, it goes on for a while, doesn't it? Well, yeah, because when we get to the porn scene, it, it does the spinning camera thing again, with yeah. like, like we seen earlier, where he's in Transpire, and he's getting essentially the same feeling out of her that he was with the other... With, uh, it even cuts between Gloria. her seeing yeah. Gloria like for, uh, for one point. And this is the way it becomes abundant. If it isn't already, it's abundantly clear. This is this is just about sex. This is for him. I mean, in terms of the the, the attraction, because this is getting woman. The, this is doing the exact same for him. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and sure, he's still trying to figure out who's behind it all. Well, at least we find that out later. But at least at this point, I'm like, is the rest of this going to be about him and his perversions rather than hmm. who the killer is? Is that where it's going? And then things get really weird because after the scene, well, funnily enough, he 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 finishes. Uh, you know, they're, well, they're having sex, and he finishes while they're still having sex, and then like the the, the assistant director's like, "But what about the cum shot? We get the cum shot." That was funny. That was pretty funny. That whole sequence before where uh, Frank goes to Hollywood playing. Oh, which I've still got stuck in my head, by the way. I know it's going to be in my head for like two days, I'm sure. But yeah. it was so surreal, like the entire sequence. Yeah, because they, they they dress him up like a certain nerd. He's got glasses. He's got this like this. Uh, like pullover, the diamond, you know, yeah. nerdy jumper on sweater. For, uh, just in case the Americans wonder what a jumper is, and he's, and the, I, this must be the scene in the the movie, but it's presented to us as if it's just a scene in our in this movie until yeah. until you get to the point where it's the camera spins and you see the film crew. But and it's like Frankie goes to Hollywood, you no know, relax, is is just yeah. playing, and it's really loud. But like this was really loud in the mix. I don't know if it was for you. No, but, it was. Yeah, and it uh, was the guy that was you know with him that was taking him in. That in was the singing scene. it was singing it i was like this is really strange mm. and it was i was like what earth is going on for a second until until it became a bit clearer i was like what is happening yeah so so that happens and then after after the after the scene he goes into the, the dressing room and this is where i was like what's going on here because he's got this leather jacket on he's got these leather trousers you know pants on and he's got his hair all slicked back and i'm like what's going on is this pulling yeah. a Mulholland Drive on me? <laughs> it it took me like it's quite the transformation. It took me a second to realise it was still him. Yeah, I could tell he's got a chin. That chin you don't. Yeah, you I don't know. That chin. Just for a second, I was like, "Is that him?" And I was like, oh, "Okay, yeah, it is." But he he starts saying he starts acting. He's a producer. He's like, "Oh, I've got parts for you. That was great." And I'm like, "Why is she? Why does she even buy this?" I mean, I, just to critique her thinking here a little bit. Why would the guy who was in the scene with you also be a producer? Maybe yeah, that's he's normal. Like, oh, I've got money. Yeah, maybe that's maybe that's more normal than I think. But I would assume that the producers wouldn't also be in the movies. But then you again, would assume that. But what do I know about the porn industry? Really? <laughs> exactly. So, so he convinces enough to go out for a drink with him, and he's like, "Yeah, we'll, we'll do a movie. I've got a great part for you." And he eventually takes her back to the apartment. Although there's a funny scene where he runs into an actress friend who recognizes him, and he tries to get away quickly, but she's like, "Oh, I'm still looking for parts." and then she's like, "Oh, I've got, I know, I know a guy," and she, she unknowingly gets uh, the contact details for a porn movie. That that was pretty funny. It was. It was very amusing. It was very funny, uh, especially when she's like, hey, "Do you mind working with girls?" And she's like, uh, 
acting's acting. Acting's acting. Oh, that's, that's a good. And at the end, she's like, oh, one more th- what's the movie about? It's like, oh, that's funny. We need more comedians in our industry. Uh, <laughs> it's funny. Oz. But he take it back, takes, her, takes her back to the to the apartment, and it looks like she's just willing to have sex with him. Like, she's just happy she's, she's got a part. Right? Yeah. yeah. But he, he, he eventually like, reveals his hand, and I'm like, oh, this is what he's doing. <laughs> right? Like, yeah. I, I didn't really... Know, this was probably the, the, one, the least predictable part of the movie for me, is I wasn't really sure what his endgame here was this whole time. And then time. when he says so much, that previous ten minutes or so makes more sense all it, of a sudden yeah he's been more of a detective than i was realizing i i thought he was just wanted her like he was just obsessed with her now that's like, that's what i thought was going on and it, that's why for for that bit i was like i'm not sure i'm as into this half of the film but then then it got to that point and it it was like okay right so he's asking me like, that was you that wasn't her that was you in a wig down there you were hired to make and it, it actually makes sense when he once he explains it, it's like whoever did this presumably sam the guy who put him in the apartment he wants me to look there at the same time every night so that on the third night when the murder happens, I will see it and I will be a witness. And it's like, ah, this is all making sense. Mm-hmm. And yeah, so it plays it. And obviously Sam is the killer and he... Yeah, and they do the bit on the phone where she but, goes, yep, that's the voice. So we yeah. know he's the killer from that point and on. And he phones the detective. Detective doesn't believe him. This is kind of where the whole sort of end game plays out where she, she gets annoyed that there's no actual movie. She's not getting paid and she, she storms out and she... She runs into the Native American and it all kind of plays out. And he tries to run down to go to the police station to talk to the cop because he wants to get all this sorted out. And he sees her get hit with a crowbar in the car. Because, again, the car's another thing where the film's so well directed is, is the minute we see that car, we know it's him. Yeah. It's, it's been well enough established in our heads like what his car looks like, so we recognise it. Uh, yeah, he takes her off to the reservoir and he's going to bury her and he, he runs out after them and he, he gets there. And and in your head you're going ah oh, so this is where the overcoming his claustrophobia comes in because he's going to end up in the grave and it's going to be and it's even literally exactly like the opening scene in the movie where he's a vampire in a coffin but now he's yep. actually in a grave uh, and then they admittedly give me a twist which I don't think because is... it, it happens during this sequence where like while he's in the grave and yeah. everything's the perspectives it's all stretching out and it's the white light at the top yeah uh... and then it switches into this. I wasn't talking about that. Oh, well, you're not going into the into the bit at the end. No, he rips off the mask first. All oh, right, okay, that first. Yeah, uh, which I didn't really see coming. I, I assumed he was in cahoots with another person, but as soon as it happened in the mask, like obviously as soon as he's fancied, like, oh, that's why the face looks so weird. Yeah, and it rips it off, and it's him, and I'm like, ah, even he's a body double. It's yeah, ah, it's tying into the yeah. movie. The whole thing. clever, yeah, isn't it? Very good. Uh, but yeah, you're right. He's, he's in a grave and he's he's throwing the dirt on, and then it it the the, the bright white light, and then it it cuts out again at like the start of the movie as if he's filming a movie, and the director comes up and goes, "Hey, hey, you'll be all right. What's happening?" It's, it's the exact same as the start where he, his claustrophobia got to him, and he's like, and I'm like, wait, are they going to twist this and tell me the whole thing was a movie? Is that what they're going? But then very quickly he's kind of realised, no, this is just him in his head, building up the courage. This is him living out the same thing at the start, at the start and saying, no, screw this, I'm not going home like you're telling me to, director, I'm going back in and we're doing this shot. Yeah. And he, he does, and he comes back and he fights him and he ends up, the, the dog attacks him and he goes off the off the edge. Uh, and she wakes up, she's not dead, she's lying in the grave too, uh, Holly Body, the, the porn actress, and he, he tries to help her, but she's like, no, you're weird, you're, just, you're right in necrophilia, I never even saw another guy, <laughs> I just woke up in a grave with you and you're a weirdo. And 
it's funny because it, it, it kind of fades to black and I'm like this is a weird place to end it but as the credits play out we get this weird scene where we see that he's been hired he's been rehired for his vampire movie yeah. uh, they fired the replacement guy and we see him do this scene and of course it's with a topless woman it's the scene in the shower where he's sort of groping her and it, the whole thing kind of plays out I mean, it's, it's very awkwardly sort of long and drawn out where they've got this bar in so that he can keep his hand there so that the, the, the body double can, again body double comes in who presumably is more of a porn actress or something like that because she's there for the boobs and stuff yeah. and it plays out and the whole thing the whole thing despite being very well executed as a tense film and as a sort of suspense film it's also got this this great layer of satire about it has Hollywood yeah. and the, 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 the sort of sexualization of it. and Because uh, the, the, the whole thing is is that he never really cared for her and that, that's it. And here, here at the end, like, the body double comes in and it's just, it's all very casual and people, you know, we see that Holly's on the set and she's talking to another actress about getting work and stuff. And, yeah. But the, the whole thing's got this weird sort of dark sense of humour to it. Hmm. But yeah, so he was lured into this trap, partly because he, he just walked in his wife, so he was vulnerable in that sense, but he was lured into a trap purely by sexual visuals. It was purely the enticement yeah. and how this person corrupted him or tricked him into doing this. It's just kind of like how Hollywood itself uses sex and uses scantily clad women to trick people into thinking their movie's worth seeing. Or That's maybe the, the, the most basic sense of that, but that kind of idea. Yeah, I mean, you see it everywhere, don't you? Yeah, even even much. now, 20, 30 years later. Doing the math there in your head. Doing the math, I mean, it's, it's, you know what it is? It's, yeah. I don't know what it is about 80s, but I just assume 20 instead of 30. That's because my, my head still locks at 2000. For some reason, I always just judge things by 2000, and now it's been 17 years, and it's like, oh, that doesn't work anymore. <laughs> it doesn't, does it? But you just go, oh, that seems like a nice, a nice solid benchmark, 2000. It's a nice round number. Yeah, so... Yeah. Oh, I put out the director. You know, the director of the vampire movie uh, was in yes. Die Hard Two. That's where I know his face from. <laughs> I, I recognised him. Popped up. <laughs> I, I've seen Die Hard Two, but I do not recall him. He's in like Die the Hard head 2. of the airport security, or the he- airport uh, okay. police. I, I know what you're on about, but that'll be why I don't remember him. No, he's pretty. Me- if you've seen that movie more than once, he's pretty memorable. I've seen it a couple of times, but you know, it's not right. that major. Okay, fine. Uh, but yeah, that, that's uh, that's body double. Uh, obviously, I felt the need to go through the plot a bit more, particularly with that one, because it does twist and turn. Because it twists so and turns so much, it does, doesn't uh, it? It's all se- over the place. But what I like about it is each section really works on its own. Like the whole that whole like thirty minutes of him following her with the other guy following her. Beautifully yeah. suspenseful, uh, intriguing the whole time, and even before that, because the moment. I guess it's when the plot starts to get going, I suppose. But like for the first 10, 15 minutes, we're fine. There was nothing wrong with him. But it's when he gets in that apartment, it's when he starts looking through that telescope, I'm like, oh, this, this is what this That's is. What this is yeah. I'm getting into this now. I can see what this, the appeal of this movie is now. Uh, and I don't mean the boobs. I'm <laughs> off put by the boobs, but just the, the idea of seeing something like this from afar and the idea of the whole... Th- I mean, the, the whole movie is voyeuristic, yes. which ties into the whole sex appeal theme right away so it does there's so much of it. even like the the imagery of the, the drill that, that kills her is very very phallic and it's like the idea of the Pen- sex can penetrative it is it is it goes straight through her <laughs> but i mean it, it plays into the whole idea with this that sex doesn't necessarily help maybe that can end the career oh sure yeah i mean sex ended his marriage exactly 
there's the, it, it kind of does both sides of it in this where you see why Hollywood does it, but then it kind of takes shots at it and maybe it's not so good. Well, yeah, Hollywood does it, but then at the same time, the sense is like, oh, we can have violence, but sex? Oh, no, hard R, hard R, NC-17, you can't have too much sex. But at the same time, it's Hollywood itself is very guilty of... of uh, what just went in my head? Uh, uh, when you're taking advantage of someone, you are... Abusing? Abusing, yes. I think that's the word I was looking for. I mean, there's a handful of words. There's a handful of words, but there was, there was a particular word I was looking for there, and it just went out of my head. Uh, but yeah, you, you are abusing it. You're abusing that that that, that thing, and it, yeah. it it just the, the whole movie plays with that, and it it works from it from multiple angles, and it's like it, you almost feel like it's critiquing you to an extent because once the bibs show up, like, are you? Is that what you're there for? Is that what I'm here for? I, no, I, not. I, I'm I here almost. For... I, obviously, I don't know, but I kind of hope the original trailer, like, they, they just really played up the sex as a way of, oh, hey, probably. look, sex sells. And then you get in and it's it's critiquing you for that. For This is why you came to see this movie, but you're wrong almost. Yeah. I, I, I guess it's, like, the whole idea of using a body double, the, the idea of, like, oh, it doesn't matter if it's actually the, the same pair of boobs. It's just that there's boobs. The, yeah. the, the idea of that's so unpersonal yeah, just swap out the body get someone else in to show off their, their ass and mm. that, that that's fine that's all you need it doesn't matter if it's actually her that's kind of the, the the whole critique uh, sort of narrowed down to one thing is it doesn't matter who it is it's just that there's boobs on the screen exactly and that's a problem That that's that's hollow it's shallow it's the smoking mirrors of Hollywood and oh, yeah. I, I really like this movie I, I thought I thought just as a suspense is is a suspense and then an exploration of the the sleazy side of things and how this because I, I think it works quite well that that Jake's not an outright villain or an outright good guy he's just kind of he's, he's kind tempted. of an everyman isn't he he's kind of, he's kind of an everyman and then he's tempted and the temptation leads him down a path to a point where oh wait this is awkward I can't just call the police because then I need to admit that I've been doing this I can't just talk to her because then I need to admit that I've been doing this because I'm not supposed to have been doing this but I'm trying to do the right thing and keep her safe it, it really goes down this rabbit hole for him doesn't it it does uh, to the point where I'm like especially after the mall because after he's, he's in the elevator with her I'm like right she's seen your face now up and close you can't keep doing this she's going to notice you now uh, so when he's at the beach after that, I'm like, oh god, she's going to see. Which is him. why I was really glad that she kind of did see. Him. You know, when when he goes down to the mm. bottom and she looks down at him, it's like, okay, I've seen you. Yeah, it'd be almost silly at this point if she didn't start noticing him. Exactly. Yeah, but uh, now great music, great cinematography. It's, as much as I like everything else in the movie, I think the cinematography is the the crown jewel on top of oh, everything. Oh, absolutely! It really stands out. Like, say, so there's so many moments where you just go, oh man, look at what it's doing. That's so good. Cinematography uh, with the editing, of course, uh, mm. just the uh, perfectly paced scenes. Uh, yeah, yeah. And my my only trouble with pacing is that it does take like fifteen twenty minutes to start the. Yeah, I think it's it's less of an issue in That's retrospect better. once it gets going because you go, yeah, okay, I know what this is now, especially and I see what the purpose of it was. Especially since everything that was introduced in that section becomes relevant to it to some extent later. It does, which is why you forgive it. But in the moment, it feels like this is this is a while without anything of any sort. I still don't know what I'm watching. Yeah, uh, same with the the cheesy, you know, spinning kiss. Like at the time, that feels off. But once you actually get to the themes of the movie and you understand that it's it's criticizing Hollywood use of sex and it turns it into this, you see why it's that cheesy. 
Yeah, it's, I, it's weird in the moment, but once you get to what it is, it's like, oh, okay, it works. Admittedly, I'd still maybe have toned it down a little bit. That's fair. You know, subtlety goes goes away, but that's fine. That's fine. Yeah. I guess the whole point of the sex appeal, though, is that it's not subtle. Which is why when he goes into the porn and they're just blatantly talking about everything, yeah. it kind of brings all that out and how uh, sleazy it all is. But nah, that's, that's, that's body double. Almost forgot to uh, rate this one, actually. Uh, I was... Uh, Gotta get into the habit of that, don't we? I'm not gonna lie. We actually ended the show, and then I went, "Oh crap!" I didn't do the. It, so this has been edited in. This is this is the magic. I'm just that that this the movie gave you a peek in sort of behind the scenes of Hollywood. This is a behind the scenes into the the lack of magic of <laughs> influx where we were editing this part in. So yes, ratings out of ten. It's gonna be pretty high. Yeah, it's gonna be pretty high. I'm I'm kind of. Uh, I'm dancing between two two figures in my head. Uh, I am also. Uh, the two I'm dancing between are, are an 8.5 and a 9. As the exact two figures that I'm dancing <laughs> between. Well, glad to see we're on a very similar page on this one. And we're not always. I don't want people to think we always agree, because there's uh, some movies where you're just flat out wrong, and that's the thing. And I mean, I'll, I'll even mean the ones we've covered so far. Like, obviously, you know, you, you didn't love Unbreakable and Mulholland Drive as much as I do, but there's like other examples that we might get to at some point where you're just wrong. Like you just you just fly. Yeah, wrong. probably editing Tarantino. Wrong. <laughs> wrong. But yeah, I, I'm I'm conflicted between those two numbers. I feel like oh, am I shooting too high with a nine? Does that feel too much? See, that, that's the thing. I'm like, oh, nine feels really really high. And there was the the opening, which felt like it dragged in the moment. But everything had purpose by the end. So it's like maybe that is fair because it. it Nothing felt wasted. It was like, oh, everything was relevant. It did. It did. Yeah. But then, can you can you just forgive that for? Oh, in hindsight, that makes that works. That's there. But at the time, it did feel like it was dragging a little bit. Like that's that's the problem, isn't it? That's that's the debate that I'm having do, in my do head you right deduct, now. Still deduct a little half point for that. Yeah, I don't know. I really don't. Know. I'm gonna give it a nine. I think the the cinematography that I mentioned, the overall aesthetic, the music, there's the sleazy themes that it explores and. To a really uh, good extent, yeah. I, for me, I think I think it's uh, bumping up to the the nine. I'm I'm not gonna go. It, yeah, uh, if everyone was curious, my other my other sort of favorite De Palma film probably is Blowout as well. Uh, but I've seen a bunch of I've seen Dress to Kill, I've seen Obsession, obviously you get Carrie, bunch of stuff. Dress to Kill is one I've had sitting on Blu-ray for about four years I think and still not seen it's on the schedule although I don't expect that to mean so why, yeah, I think it's a while down the road yet we, we, we mapped out our weekly schedule for this there'll be extras of course there'll be extra things but the weekly schedule we mapped out for quite a while goes for I think two years <laughs> so, give or take yeah Yeah. So, so you're in for the long haul folks yeah yeah. we've got stuff planned it's planned uh, uh, I think I'll go with the nine as well it, I, it seems fair yeah. given that everything we've said very good. Uh, I'm glad we do this show because I, I just watched the movie for the first time and it was great. <laughs> so, yeah, um, excellent. Th- this was something I, I picked up on Blu-ray as a blind buy months ago now, and I was just like, "Yeah, I, I like this. The look of this. Uh, why, why not?" <laughs> so there you go. That's body double. Uh, let us know what you thought of the movie in the comments below if you've seen it like and subscribe and all that stuff helps us out a lot if you do get us on twitter at mailed underscore fuzz for channel updates individual twitters i'm at wibble89 if you want me connor's at connorryan94 so you can check us out there if you want to Uh, feeling that we'll be back next week Uh, we'll have uh, 
two weeks of doing two episodes actually over the next couple. There's a couple of bonuses coming along with the the planned stuff. Uh, mainly because there's some new movies coming out that it makes sense to maybe go back and do an earlier version of it. Or yeah, there's, there's something relevant. Something relevant, but we're still working through what we'd planned as well. Uh, so yeah, uh, that's what's coming up. Thanks for watching, guys. Keep watching movies, and we will see you next time.